Hey, what's going on? MJ Lennon here, and you're listening to the Fitness Business Life Podcast. Thank you very much once again for tuning in. If you are listening for multiple occasions or first occasion, whatever it is, thank you for tuning in anyway. Um, so yeah, this evening I have my good friend and coach, mentor, whatever it is that we can call him, Phil Brady, otherwise known as Philippe, on joining me. Um, so just a bit of context here. I think it was a couple of days ago, uh, I had a pretty profound moment where I just picked up my phone and had to message Phil straight away. I was like, dude, dude, I found this thing out. And we were kind of discussing it over the last couple of days. So we just thought, you know what, fuck it, let's just make a podcast about it and then see where it leads to. So generally, I was kind of thinking of the name of this podcast before I actually come on. I think it's going to be something like dog shit and jujitsu or something (laughs) as good a title as any right yeah i think that's going to be as good as anything um no genuinely (laughs) i yeah so basically uh i had a pretty profound moment the other day um some of the listeners will know that i have become absolutely obsessed with jujitsu uh dude do you want to know the sorest thing about me is today my ears (laughs) (laughs) because yesterday uh, I took part in someone else's graduation ceremony it was like a blue belt and a purple belt and and they were being graded so what happened was everyone just basically had to to line up and it was doghouse rules you were in the middle and you only stopped when someone either submitted or tapped out whatever Uh, and this was part of their graduation process so it was pretty intense and it seemed that I was like just being up every couple of seconds. And I mind the lads in the middle, like they were getting the worst of it. But I just felt like, oh my God, my forearms were ready to explode. But today <laughs> my ears are actually really sore. And it's just rubbing up against each other. It's like, I am a cert for like big, massive cauliflower ears. Because I actually used to get it when I was boxing as well. Um, but anyway, back to the point. Uh, last week, I got a couple of white stripes on my belt. And at the same time, you know, things were kind of good on that day. I'm not going to lie. You know, we we have a system which uh, always sets us up for a big win on Black Friday, not just us, but our coaching clients as well. And we always do well financially on that day. However, what struck me was that I was a lot happier over getting two white stripes on my jiu-jitsu belt on that day than I was with any financial reward and we kind of, this is what led to the discussion afterwards was because we basically realized that, and Phil put it nicely, and I'm going to, I'm not going to steal his thunder on this, but he said, look, you know, if the dog's not shitting uh, on the carpet, well, then it doesn't really make all the cuddles and licking and walks and fun times with him. It doesn't make it all the better. So I'm going to let you capitalize on that, Phil. Yeah, I guess it's just that uh, when you fall in love, you take the good and the bad. You don't just take the good times, the cuddling on the couch, all that kind of stuff. It's probably that you've been through adversity. You've been through tough times. And like that, we've gotten a pup recently. If anybody follows me on Instagram, you've seen too many uh, stories of him. But more or less, all he does is shit and piss everywhere. <laughs> and it was it's those times in contrast with and the full middle part as well. 
when he's shitting and pissing and then when he's just happy and cuddly and lying on the couch and sleeping and snoring and all that kind of stuff. That's what love is. And mm. it's the same with something like your fitness business that it, it's not always sunshine and lollipops. It's grafting some days. It's showing up. It's doing the work, doing the shit work sometimes too. Like that. There's days when you're going to be tired. There's days when you're not going to want to be putting in the effort. There's days when you don't want to be doing the shit work, literally. Uh, but actually, it's what makes it overall when you step back and you can see both the shit times and the good times. Like, that's a full life. If you only experience good, like the Buddha, I don't want to go on a, a weird tangent, but we can do it anyway. The Buddha found enlightenment when he was taken outside the castle walls. His, his dad kept him within the walls to try and keep him safe nearly cotton wool around him. When he left, he was beaten up. He was homeless. He was poor. He was all these things. But literally, that's how he found enlightenment. So it's not a, you will only ever experience good days. Yes, you can create more of them when you're intentional. But actually, it's the contrast and that kind of yin-yang of good and bad, shit and good, uh, that actually make a big difference. Absolutely. And we we were chatting about it. And I think the big thing for me and... I actually wrote this in an email not not too long after was that I think a lot of the time let's flip this to uh, from a business perspective I think a lot of the time people can get into business trying to solve personal problems right and what I mean by that is let's say someone is starting out or they're possibly in a career they're not happy with they're getting no fulfillment they are Uh, there's no status connected to the job. There's no real rewards. There's no love. There's no connection. There's no variety. All of these things, which are basic human needs, right? Tony Robbins says it's a certainty, variety, significance, love, or connection, growth, and contribution, right? So let's say you're not getting those from your work, right? Or maybe it's just few and far between, Sometimes what people might have a tendency to do is go, well, I'm going to do this thing on my own. I'm going to solve my personal problems through my work, right? And I don't think people do it intentionally, but it can just happen this way. And the thing is that people quite often go through a phase of what I like to call uninformed optimism. So I was like, oh, you know, I'll just create this business, and then they kind of get into the business and then they quickly see that the days where you are getting growth, contribution, connection, love, significance, they're also few and far between. And then there's also this void left of, holy shit, I opened this business. I got into this business to give me all of these things when in fact it's not actually doing that. And then that's the only option. And I think mm-hmm. for me, this was a really profound thing because I, I swore a few years ago that I would never compete again or never really get into any kind of, I want to say athletics because it's not really athletics, but any kind of athleticism or, or events of any kind because it's like, no, i got to be focused on the business, which probably served me to a certain point. But then you quickly realize is there's only so much fulfillment you can get with making money and money only solves money problems. Right. So I think the big lesson for me in that was there needs to be something else that's going to provide you with all of those basic human needs. And as well as you just said, not only that, it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows in your business or the thing 
that is set up to give you uh, to contribute to all of those basic human needs, right? Because like jujitsu, like I got I went down the other day and I've experienced everything except growth, love, contribution. <laughs> I got an ass whooping, right? a complete ass whooping. It was horrible. But I was like, oh, I'm just going to show up the next day. And then what happened the next day? You feel absolutely unbelievable. And the same thing happens in work. There are days you go in and it's just like, everything's going against me today. I got water bills, electricity bills, tax bills, uh, creditors calling you up, looking for money. Like all of this stuff just happened. You know, it, it all just seems to happen at the one time. And it's like, the world is against me. Ah, it's not really. It's just life. It's just the way it goes. You just have to yeah. deal with those days because then the the great days, you know, they wouldn't feel as good whenever they do eventually come about. Mm. I think it's back to, um, it's not, fa- it, you, you haven't, you aren't a failure because you've failed or you've gotten beaten up, right? So we identify with, oh, that was a shit day. Therefore, I'm a failure. I'm awful. I'm not set out for this career. But we take that day out of perspective of let's say a year of putting in the work when you expand that time horizon when we actually make sense of it you can so easily see that you know what it's just a blip on the radar it's a speed bump it's not a stop sign you know it's a reason to keep going not to stop and that kind of how we greet failure or how we greet getting our ass whooped how we greet those things our relationship to them is also a, 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 a sign of the relationship with ourselves. Like that, when you make a mistake and other people make a mistake to you, you'll treat them the same way you would treat yourself. And if that's really harshly, there's probably growth there to pay attention to. And the growth could be actually when things aren't going well, maybe this is the time I just need to put in the work and not expect things from work that it will never give me. Uh, that's why one of the exercises, Lenny, I don't think I've ever had you do it, actually, but I can send oh. you a video to test it out, is a really simple coaching tool. It's just called the Wheel of Life. You can Google it, you get an image, and all the segments in a circle are broken out, and you then kind of rank yourself in each of the areas. But what that does then is people see that work is maybe a 7 out of 10, but actually family, fun, finance, career, fitness, hobbies are 2 out of 10. So they're putting everything into one space, but everything else is suffering. And when you have that awareness, then you're able to make changes. But without the awareness and that kind of nearly visual representation of shit, I've put all my energy into one spot and I'm expecting it to solve everything else Mm. that it can never do. The other areas are what gets you the love and connection and contribution and progress and and those kind of things as well. So having a full life is not work. Having a full life is everything else that you build around that segment within your wheel of life, not all uh, the wheel, if that makes sense. Uh, it makes total sense uh, because I, I've lived it. Like I've been there expecting work to fulfill all of your basic human needs. And it just doesn't happen because I think a lot of the time and what people don't realize, especially in entrepreneurship, is that business is generally just mastering the mundane. Mm. Like if you can show up and do the boring work day in, day out, like, you know, most of the time, the person who's just the most consistent and can show up, like regardless of how they feel on any given day is the Mm. person who will generally get results at the end. If you can just keep showing up. I've actually seen 
this uh, post yesterday. Um, so obviously, I'm now a BJJ fanatic. <laughs> uh, and this guy was a black belt. And he wrote into the group. He was like, I, was, I wasn't athletic as a kid. Uh, I was overweight. I had no real sporting background and then decided one day in his late teens to take up Brazilian jiu-jitsu and he got his ass whooped every single time he went and then he just kept on going and he was rolling with brood belts and purple belts and they kept on submitting them. But those guys were inconsistent. Mm. And, and, you know, he was trying like certain, sorry, they they kept on catching him in certain moves. I always get caught on a triangle, by the way, if ever, if any, if any jujitsu guys are listening to this here, send me some videos of how to escape a triangle. <laughs> anyway, uh, he or now he, you I, told everyone your weakness, and now yeah, I know yeah, when I'm yeah, able. Neither going to. Yeah, I mean, it could be an arm triangle. I'm not giving that away. <laughs> uh, so he he just kept showing up, and he said, you know, the bigger guys, the ones that kept on catching him, they were inconsistent, and then they come back. They went. They came back. They went, and then after a while, he's a brown belt. He's now a black belt. And those guys are still trying to play catch up. And it's just because he just showed up every single day for 13 years. He had no real, like, we'll, we'll say God-given talent or no real athletic ability. He just kept showing up on the days where he didn't feel like it. And, and it's funny then. So it's nearly like a horse, or sorry, a hare and a rabbit. Is it that? No, a hare and a tortoise. That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> right? Slow yeah, and yeah. steady wins the race because the hare gets ahead of itself and thinks I can give up. I'm complacent. I don't need to try anymore. Mm. And I wrote down here, inconsistent with effort, inconsistent with results. Got it. Right? Because I think that that's true. Consistent with effort, consistent with results. Somebody who's a white belt will pass out a black belt if the black belt is complacent and doesn't do the work. And the work, like you say, is the mundane. It's the practice. It's the, what is it? I don't fear the man who knows a thousand moves. I fear the man who's done one move a thousand times. Yeah, it's that same yeah. thing. It's the mundane. Yeah. It's the following up. It's DMs and Instagram. It's all of this kind of stuff. It makes such a difference. But we just, it's too insignificant or we think it's too insignificant to contribute but when you look at it over a longer time horizon, it mm. is massive. And again, Atomic Habits, James Clear, 37.68 times the results when you're 1% better every day over a year. A year is a long time. Even a day is a long time if you put in the right effort. So I don't think people, like we're all guilty of it, Lenny, too. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, can, I, can I share what I've noticed massively? I've noticed an increase in my energy in work yes whenever i've had something else to focus my energy on outside of it so in the past i know that i've been guilty of all of my focus and i've now i don't think looking back i don't think it was bad advice Mm. where i say to people you you gotta like right now your business and I think it really depends on what stage of business that you're at right I think it genuinely does because there's a certain point within business as in like you're either focused like hyper focused on it and you want to get at the point where it's at but at the same time there has to be there has to be some sort of harmony as well right but Mm -hmm. what I've noticed is that 
me having a business which I would say is largely scaled you know I, I don't I don't have to do much of the operational work within the business I've noticed as well that having the time away and getting the stuff outside of that has also given me back some of the oomph and the energy required to actually do the work that needs to be done within the business as well. Yes. And because you've stepped away, you see things clearer too, because that distance and your state has updated makes a massive difference. And uh, like a quote that comes to mind, I, I learned it when I was, I think about 15 or 16 and, um, I always wanted a Ferrari by 30, so I'm 34. I've missed it by four years, but this year is going to be different right now. Dude, I'm just dude, I can feel it. You're going to get a Ferrari, <laughs> and Elvis is going to shit all over your Ferrari. <laughs> but the quote, the quote, because I always said this, uh, oh, I, w- I want a Ferrari by 30, whatever. I want to be the first honest millionaire. That was my goal. Okay. And uh, the quote is, if who I am is what I have, and what I have is lost, then who am I? So if we go back to that wheel of life example, and who you are is just that work segment, and for any reason that was to change or be disrupted or to be taken away from you, you haven't paid any attention to the rest of your life, and you will suffer because of that. When you step back and see that kind of full picture of what's going on for you, it is profound how the rest of the circle will boost the performance of that work segment. So crazy. So crazy, dude. Um, you are... So you, you shared a little bit some of the emotions that you were experiencing with the dog as well. Because I'm sure... So, so I mean, here, here's the thing. Uh, obviously, you guys have brought a little puppy into your life and there's going to be a lot of chaos Mm-hmm. in that field as well but i i don't i mean obviously you know i love dogs lenny's uh, a rottweiler he's a handful as well um but have you noticed it contributing to what you're doing in work or is it extracting at the minute because of the age that he is it's probably extracting right now is it yeah it is and again i try to walk the walk Mm-hmm. I don't just talk this stuff. I live it. And I like everything I talk about, I do. Um, so I know the tricks. I know the stuff. But when he shits on the floor three times in an hour, <laughs> like I'm angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but I've learned an unbelievable amount from banging into anger, right? What I learned is I have standards for Elvis, the pup, that are absolutely unrealistic. And what happens? I'm caught in the gap between the two, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than loving what is, which is he's a fucking pup. He's going to do what pups do. So why am I expecting something different than the reality? And I'm suffering in the middle. So now I'm a lot calmer when he shits on the floor, right. literally because he's a pup. It's what puppies do, right? And, and expecting him to do anything different <laughs> yeah. to cause frustration on, in your life. And I will suffer and I will be angry because I've set this standard he can never meet. So I'm always going to resist it. Mm. So it helped me uncover that about myself. I would say, and I think you would probably agree, I, I'm not an angry person. Like I don't have any <laughs> sense of it. Not right? whatsoever. 
And my, 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 my development, and again, my coaches have told me this. I get coaching. I have three coaches I'm working with at the moment. One is on nearly embodying different elements. Fire is my one for my work. I've told somebody else that we know uh, to work on fire for him. It's more decision. It's more decisive. It's more literally lean into anger. There's a benefit to it, but actually you can, you can soften that with different things like water, for example. So I'm trying to embody these things. And I know we're going on a weirder tangent, but it's to say, do you know what? Leaning into that has taught me so much about myself. And if I didn't experience the shit, you can't grow to something different or you don't have that full spectrum of you and your awareness and your own kind of sense of your life. Because if you don't have one, you don't have the other. It's relevant though, dude. And I'll tell you what I was thinking about as you were saying that. It's like, it's, it's like work. It is work, but it's like work. If you are expecting work to behave in a way yeah. that won't meet your expectations, well, then or people, yeah, or people, or whatever it is, it's only going to cause greater frustration. So you have to either you have to either change your perspective on it as what you've done, or find something else. It's not the thing; it's the thinking about the thing, right? Hundred <laughs> percent, brother. Hundred percent. Where is Elvis right now, anyway? He's down in the kitchen shitting, probably. <laughs> <laughs> He's done like 12 shits as we filmed this podcast, and Kitty is going absolutely ballistic. We're taking him, we're going down the coast tonight in Bangor for a walk just um, to get him out. We're allowed to take him out since the weekend, so it's just so sweet taking him out. We take him into the shop uh, down the way to get coffee, and just everyone sees him and just goes, like, This dog is awesome because he's so small. But he's so innocent and he's really happy and kind of good natured. So it's a joy. You know, it is a joy. Uh, and we're excited for all the stuff that he'll be able to join us on. Again, if you're in a stadium watching a game on your own, it's not the same as when there's a thousands of people around you. We need people around us to make the experiences elevated. So we're just trying to increase the uh, people around us or things around us so that we elevate the experiences. Well, it's love and connection, isn't it? Exactly. It's love and connection. And that's exactly what you get from a little puppy. And what you give. And what you give. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. again, you say you can't take give the universe. We're testing it. We're going to adopt all the homeless pets and just see what <laughs> happens. That's why I need to work so hard to buy a bigger house to have the space for all these animals. Oh, uh, God, dude. <laughs> Uh, that's going to be eventful that's going to be eventful <laughs> really I'm looking forward to seeing that and I actually can't wait till Lenny meets him either I, I know yeah it's going to be eventful as well for for anyone yeah. listening if they don't know so Elvis is a I keep on forgetting the name is a bagel not a bagel bagel bagel, bagel. <laughs> yes he's a bagel I'm glad I remembered that because I, I can connect it now with bagel yeah um, yeah and Lenny's a Rottweiler but Lenny is hilarious with smaller dogs um and, and puppies and he just generally gets down to their size so we definitely nice. need to get them together at some stage for some cool instagram videos <laughs> um, nice so thank you so much for joining us there it's always insightful likewise yeah and always an honor yeah let's uh let's get you out get that wee mom walk before he shits down the stairs <laughs> and, more. and you have to you have to clash you have to clash with anger again yeah exactly right all right brother take care cheers lenny see you soon mate bye